1: This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: And now,
3: back to the show.
0: Hey everyone, Lee here. The Story Pirates Podcast will be back next week with a brand new show. In the meantime, we wanted to share an episode of Circle Round a podcast from our pals over at WBUR that features folktales from around the world. And guess what? This episode of Circle Round features me, Peter, and Megan. Hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you next week.
1: Produced by the iLab at WBUR, Boston. If I asked you to name the greatest treasure in the world, what would you say? Gold? Silver? Diamonds? In today's story, we'll meet a man who knows all those riches rather well, and he values them dearly. Until he learns that sometimes, the greatest treasure isn't the one you think. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called All That Glitters. Versions of this tale originally come from Thailand in Southeast Asia. Some really great people came together to bring you our folktale, including Lee Overtree, Peter McNerney, and Megan O'Neill, three of the hosts of the Story Pirates podcast from Gimlet Media. Each week, the Story Pirates crew takes original stories from real kids like you and turns them into a super fun comedy podcast. So, circle around, everyone, for all that glitters. When he was growing up in the city, the jeweler on Main Street never wanted to become a jeweler. His father had been a jeweler, his grandfather had been a jeweler, and his great-grandfather had been a jeweler, too. All in the shop on Main Street. The jeweler always thought he'd break away from the family business and do something different with his life. Yet, here he was, a grown man, running the same shop his great-grandfather had established all those years ago. The truth is, though, the jeweler enjoyed it. And his customers enjoyed him. They called him the most skilled and honest jeweler in the city— Praise which made the humble jeweler blush redder than a ruby. One day, the jeweler was standing behind the counter, polishing some silver, when in came the tailor from down the street. Hello, my
0: friend. I haven't seen you in a while. How are things?
1: The tailor frowned and shook his head.
2: I've seen better days, man. Business has been so slow lately. That's why I'm wondering if you can help me sell... He reached into his apron pocket. This.
1: Dangling from the tailor's fingers was a necklace. The pendant was clear, like a diamond. As it caught the sun's light through the window,
2: rainbow specks danced across the walls. This necklace has been treasured by my family for generations. My great-grandmother used to say it was the most priceless thing in her house. More valuable than her crystal, her china, even her silver. A few years back, my mother gave this precious heirloom to me. And it pains me to have to sell it. But hey, a man's got to eat.
1: The jeweler took the necklace and gave it a closer look. The pendant was well cut, and it certainly sparkled like a precious gem. But his expert eye knew it wasn't a precious gem at all. It was plain old glass. So, what do
2: you say? Will you help me sell it?
1: The tailor seemed awfully desperate. The jeweler didn't have the heart to tell him the truth.
0: You know, you've been such a good friend to me and the shop all these years, recommending us to your customers, giving us scraps of fabric for polishing our jewels. I'll see what I can do for you.
1: The tailor ran behind the counter and gave
2: the jeweler a hug. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Everyone says you're the most skilled and honest jeweler in the city. But you're also the most generous friend in the world.
1: And he went skipping out of the shop. The jeweler slung the necklace over a hook on the wall right next to his coat. Then he slumped down on the counter, his head in his hands.
0: Oh, no. What am I going to do? This necklace is nothing more than cheap glass. Do I tell the tailor his so-called treasure is anything but priceless? That night, the jeweler spent
1: hours tossing and turning in bed. At one point, he glanced at the clock on his night table.
0: Ugh, 3 a.m., and I haven't gotten a wink of sleep.
1: Frustrated, he threw off his covers and began pacing the room.
0: I don't know. Maybe I should just try and sell the necklace for the tailor. After all, to the untrained eye, it looks like a diamond. My friend would make a nice profit and put food on his table. Wait, what am I talking about? My customers praise me as the most skilled and honest jeweler in the city. If I pass off this worthless piece of glass as a diamond, I'm not being honest at all.
1: The jeweler stopped his pacing and gazed out the window. The full moon was shimmering like a big round gem in the sky.
0: That settles it. First thing in the morning, I'm going to get the necklace from the shop, then march right over to the tailor and tell him I can't help him out. (sighs) Now, maybe I can try and get at least a little bit of rest.
1: And having made up his mind, he drifted off to sleep. A few hours later... The jeweler got dressed, ate a nice big breakfast, and made his way to the jewelry shop on Main Street. He was an hour early, but when he got there, he discovered he wasn't the first to arrive. Standing by the locked front door was an elegantly dressed woman whom the jeweler didn't recognize. He smiled at her, then pointed at the sign listing the shop's hours. Good morning.
0: I'm afraid we're not open yet. I just need to run an errand, and then I'll start letting customers in. But for now, if you don't mind waiting, there is an excellent cafe, just a few... The woman cut the jeweler off mid-sentence.
3: You are the owner of this shop, I presume? The jeweler nodded. I am? The one everyone calls the most skilled and honest jeweler in the city?
1: The jeweler blushed. I am.
3: (laughs) Then you're exactly the man I'm looking for. I'm here... On behalf of Her Majesty the Queen.
1: The jeweler felt his eyes bulge out of his head. The Queen sent you
3: to me? Yes. Her Majesty has scoured the country, seeking out the jeweler with the most expertise and the most integrity. She did a lot of asking around, and then she found you. She sent me to see if you're really as good as everyone says you are.
1: The jeweler's heart began to race, but he tried to appear calm.
0: Uh, well, come in. Come in. My errand can wait.
1: (laughs) The jeweler's fingers were like butter as he fumbled with the lock on the door. Finally, the latch gave way, and he led the woman inside the shop. Quickly, he hung his coat on the wall and stepped up to the counter.
0: So, how may I help you?
1: Well, the queen is looking to buy a precious
3: stone, a diamond of the highest quality. "'She will use the diamond as a pendant for a necklace "'to give her daughter the princess on her 16th birthday. "'Would you be good enough to show me what you have in the way
1: of diamonds?' "'The jeweler was so excited and flattered "'that he forgot all about the tailor. "'He forgot all about the tailor's necklace, too. "'Instead, he rushed around the shop, "'bringing out his finest diamonds for the woman to examine.' One by one, she took the diamonds and squinted as she held them to the light. But with each and every stone, she'd frown, hand it back to the jeweler, and say, Too small. Or, Too many flaws. Or, Not bright enough. At last, the jeweler had run out of diamonds.
0: I'm so sorry, but you've come to the end of my collection. That's all I've got. The woman looked surprised.
3: Oh? There's nothing else.
1: Wait, what about that over there? She pointed her finger at the wall, where the jeweler had hung his coat. And do you remember what was draped over the very next hook? That's right! The tailor's necklace! What do you think the jeweler will do? Will the most skilled and honest jeweler in the city try passing off a piece of glass as a diamond? to help his friend? We'll find out after a quick break.
0: Hey grown-ups, today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures new big screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird wild and funny characters. I saw the trailer and there's this weird banana looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Open the door to zero-dollar delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today, only on DoorDash, and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply.
1: Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear, and today our story is called "All That Glitters." When we left off, the jeweler had just shown all of his diamonds to a representative of the queen. She found fault with every single one of them. But then she asked about the tailor's necklace. The pendant was hanging on a hook on the wall. The tailor had fallen on hard times and wanted the jeweler to sell the pendant. He told the jeweler it was priceless. But the jeweler knew. It was just plain glass.
3: Well, what are you waiting for? I must see that necklace at once.
1: Trembling, the jeweler handed the woman the tailor's necklace. She wrapped the chain around her fingers and ran to the window. As she held the pendant up to the sun, a million rainbow specks danced across the walls.
0: I am speechless. The jeweler threw up his hands. I know, I'm sorry. I was going to say something, but you caught me so off guard and... Wait. What are you talking about? What are you talking about?
3: I'm talking about this necklace. It's positively stunning. I've never seen a diamond of such brilliance, such clarity. Don't you love the way it sparkles in the sunlight? (gasps) And to think, the stone is already set as a pendant. (laughs) It's perfect for the princess. I'll take it.
1: The jeweler felt pearls of sweat form on his brow.
0: You'll take it?
3: Yes. How much do you want for it?
1: The jeweler felt his tongue tie up in a thousand knots. Sorry,
3: I said, how
1: much do you want for it?
3: (laughs) All right, I see how you operate here. How about I make you an offer? I'll give you 500 gold pieces.
1: Again, the jeweler couldn't speak.
3: Not high enough for you. Okay, 600 then. 700? (sighs) All right. 1,000 gold coins, but that's my final offer.
1: The woman reached in to her purse.
3: Here's the thing, though. I only have 100 gold coins with me. I I can give you the rest
1: tomorrow. As the 100 coins landed on the counter with a clink, the jeweler was finally able to blurt out uh, something. But wait, the necklace, it's not,
3: it's actually... No buts about it. You must sell me the necklace. I insist. I will come back for it tomorrow.
1: Goodbye. For the second day in a row, the jeweler slumped down on the counter, his head in his hands.
0: I can't believe this. Am I really going to sell the tailor's necklace to the queen? I mean, one thousand gold pesos. Even with the cut I'd take as the seller, my friend the tailor would be left with a nice chunk of change. But lying to the queen... I've never lied to anyone! If I don't tell the truth, my honor will be as worthless as the tailor's piece of glass. Again
1: that night, the jeweler couldn't sleep. By the time the sun came up, he was groggy and struggled to keep his eyes open. When he arrived at the shop, the woman was already waiting outside. In her hands was a small wooden chest.
3: Good morning. I brought the rest of the gold coins.
1: She followed the jeweler as he shuffled into the shop and turned on the lights. When the woman opened the wooden chest, the 900 gold coins were glittering so brightly, the jeweler had to shield his eyes. Uh,
3: Should we get on with our business deal then? Uh, I'll take the necklace. You take all the money.
0: The
1: jeweler took a deep breath.
0: You know what? How about we renegotiate that business deal? What do you mean? How about I keep the necklace and you keep all the money?
1: The jeweler held out a sack containing the 100 gold coins from yesterday.
0: I'm sorry, but I can't sell you this necklace. The queen wants a diamond of the highest quality. But this pendant isn't a diamond. It's glass. It's not a precious stone. It's not precious at all. To the jeweler's surprise, the woman smiled.
1: Not precious, eh?
3: Are you sure about that?
1: Just then, who should come bursting into the shop but the tailor?
2: Oh, good. You're here. I hope you haven't sold my necklace yet because I need it back. What? I know what I told you two days ago, but I've been thinking. This heirloom has been in my family for generations. My great-grandmother wore it at her wedding, then my grandmother, then my mother. I'm getting married next month, and... Well, I want my bride to wear it, too.
1: Suddenly, the jeweler understood what the woman meant when she asked if she was sure about the necklace not being precious. He turned to the tailor.
0: Well, what a coincidence. I was actually going to return the necklace to you today. Your family has valued it for so long. I can't sell it for you.
1: Gently, he placed the necklace in the tailor's hand.
0: Oh, thank you so much.
2: I'll find another way to make some money. Selling something this priceless isn't the answer.
1: After the tailor had dashed out of the shop, the woman walked up to the jeweler and shook his hand. Congratulations. You've
3: passed the queen's test. I've what? It's like I told you yesterday. The queen wanted to find the most skilled and honest jeweler in all the land. She sent me to find out if your reputation was well-deserved... And indeed it is
0: Wait a minute, you knew that necklace was actually glass? The woman nodded And yet you were going to give me a thousand gold coins for it Had you taken those gold coins, you would have failed the test
3: But now that you've passed, with flying colors I might add You may receive your reward All those diamonds you showed me yesterday
1: Each one was more beautiful than the next I will buy them all And she did The jeweler was suddenly wealthier than he'd ever imagined. But he knew he couldn't keep all the queen's money for himself. He marched right over to the tailor's shop and offered him half of the woman's payment. It was enough to cover the wedding and to keep the tailor and his wife comfortable for years. The jeweler had spent his entire life dealing in things that glittered, sparkled, and shined. And all of them brought a very good price. But he'd learned an important lesson. When it all comes down to it, it's the value of things that really matters. And you can't put a price tag on that. Now it's your turn. Think about what you treasure in your life. Maybe it's a thing, maybe it's a place, maybe it's a person. Whatever or whoever it is, find a piece of paper and draw a picture of your treasure. Then show it to someone you have fun with, a family member, a friend, and tell them why you treasure this person, place, or thing so very much. Today's story, All That Glitters, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear, and edited by Jessica Alpert. She's the one who dreamed up the idea for Circle Round. Eric Shemalonis creates our original music and sound design. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina's made black and white pictures for every Circle Round story, and you can color them in. Ask a grown-up to visit wbur.org slash circle round and click on Coloring Pages special thanks to this week's actors, Lee Overtree, Peter McNerney, and Megan O'Neill from the Story Pirates podcast from Gimlet Media. Each week, the Story Pirates crew takes original stories from real kids like you and turns them into a super fun comedy podcast. You can find out more by visiting our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. And while you're there, you can read about and see a photo of this week's featured instrument, the glockenspiel. Never want to miss an episode of Circle Round? Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. And if you have a second, please write us a review. We want to know what you think of the show. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us.